so we're in, I think, the third or fourth week of reading from the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew's Gospel. Um, it actually started the week of the presentation, so we missed the very beginning, which was the Beatitudes. I think some context is helpful to understand the Sermon on the Mount. And like I've said before, any good homily is like mostly stolen, so don't worry, I stole a bunch of this. The Sermon on the Mount. If you go to Israel, the Mount of Beatitudes, you can see the Sea of Galilee. They have this place marked out that they said they think it might have been, and it's kind of this natural amphitheater, so a lot of people can see it. But if you look around, there's lots of other great spots to gather a crowd around you and to preach to them and tell them how you think that we're going to conquer the Romans and take Israel back over. And so a lot of Messianic preachers would go there and do exactly that. And now Jesus, being actually the Messiah, I guess, decided to do the same thing. So he's there amongst these hills in this kind of natural amphitheater, giving his Messianic law, telling people the Beatitudes. You know, blessed are those who do all of these wonderful things, for the kingdom of God is theirs. I should have a Bible so I can look them up and read them to you. Then he spends a lot of time preaching on these Beatitudes because that's what he's doing today. He's still preaching on how these Beatitudes apply to our daily life. He takes the old law that Moses gave in Leviticus, the old law that the only reason they had it was because they couldn't quite live up to the standards God wanted of them. God gave them this great law and then Moses comes down from the mountain with it and he finds all these people worshiping a cow made out of gold. And so God says, all right, I guess you're not ready for the good stuff, so we'll go to something that I can tolerate, you know? And so that's how we got the Levitical law. But the core of it we hear in our first reading today. Love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Establishes the two most important things about this old law. God is God, and we need to know that and that we should love our neighbor. That's at the core of it. And so Jesus is taking the old law, especially at that core there, and he's applying the Beatitudes to it. For example, you have heard it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, which in the old law would have actually limited the violence, believe it or not. Um, instead of taking vengeance upon someone, you would only have this kind of proportionate retaliation, which it sounds pretty awful by our modern standards, but that's what it was. But Jesus takes it that one step further because now we have to love our neighbors as ourselves. He says, offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on your right cheek, turn the other one. In those days, if you wanted to strike someone on the right cheek, it would be a backhand to the right cheek. And it was very insulting. I mean, it's not fun now. And it was that much worse then. Okay? If anyone wants your tunic, give him your cloak as well. So if they wanted this part, give them this part. If they wanted you to go into service for one mile, offer two. Jesus is telling us that out of love we meet this evil 
and we bring the light of God into that situation. That's what he's trying to show when he's intensifying this old law. It's not because he wants to make life harder for us. It's because he wants us to learn how to love. And he ends it today with this line. Be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. So that's the culmination of the new law. That's not an easy task, to be perfect. In fact, for us, it's impossible. But for God, it's not. And we're in luck. Because St. Paul tells us something very, very important. He says, do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Okay, now we have a fighting chance at that perfection God is calling us to. Because if God lives inside us, he can change us every single moment of every single day to be more and more like him, to be closer and closer to him so that that light of Christ that we receive at our baptism, that love of God, that mercy of God, we receive every moment of our lives, that we receive in the sacraments like confession and the Eucharist and all of these other wonderful sacraments we have. We have all of that. It lives inside of us. And if we let it, if we let it start burning with that white hot fire of God's love, if we let that light turn it on, we're not going to be able to keep it inside. And so we'll see that old law and we'll think the same exact thing that Jesus thought. That's not good enough. I have to bring more love here. And we'll wind up with today's gospel. We'll wind up understanding it because it's all about the love of God. God living inside of us. And so Jesus was on that hill giving that sermon telling everyone I am the Messiah. I am God. And I am inviting you to something truly incredible. I'm inviting you to let God live not just at that temple in Jerusalem, but to live inside of your hearts.